This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Hour number three is upon us. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Got a special guest joining us now, Tiffany O. She is with Hey Bike. Tiffany, welcome. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm very, very glad. We've been uh, trying to put this together for a couple of weeks, and I appreciate you joining us. Full disclaimer for everybody listening, uh, you guys, Hey Bike, sent me a bike to actually try out, do a little demo on, and I've actually had a blast riding it and sort of dinking around with it and so on. But before I get further along here, Tiffany, explain who Hay Bike is. Um, yeah, happy to. So Hay Bike is um, an e-bike brand. We've been around for a little less than three years. Okay. And um, our um, best-selling product, including all the folding e-bikes, and uh, I'm, I'm sure that you test out our um, Ranger S, I believe. Yes, that's right. Yes. So um, our folding bikes has been uh, quite popular across, um, uh, you know, all states in America. Um, yeah. So um, I'm happy to be here to tell everybody more about our product. Okay. So, and again, one of the things that separates you from some of the other electric bikes that are on the market is the foldability. And the question I had for you guys, by the way, not really, really great novel idea. I can see how that would be very functional for a lot of folks. What gave you the idea to do a folding bike instead of just a traditional bike in the first place? Yeah, it's an interesting story. Um, one of our uh, co-founder, William Lee, and he's an outdoor and enthusiast, and he loved to go outdoor using the e-bike. And, you know, he, he drives an SUV, uh, but in, it's really hard to uh, fit in uh, a huge mountain e-bike mm-hmm. in an SUV. So he's like, what if an, an, an way produce an e-bike that is folding and also powerful, um, how the market's going to receive it and how everybody wanted to go outdoor, put the bike in RV or put the bike in a small right. apartment will work. And that's how we came up with this idea to produce the folding e-bike. And it's also powerful. It is. No, I again, I've ridden it and I weigh about 210 pounds or so. And I tell you what, the thing zooms right along. Uh, I can get going about 23, 24 miles an hour, which is going along pretty fast. And, uh, and, and I've ridden motorcycles and done things like that in my past, Tiffany. So, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's actually a blast. I mean, the faster, the better for me. But from what I understand <laughs> in that world, you know, 25, yeah. 30 miles an hour for a lot of e-bikes is kind of where you're at as a top speed. Am I right in that? Exactly. Yeah, class two. Um, our bike power at uh, 750, the max speed is uh, 28 miles per hour. Okay. 
perfect. And again, that, that a lot of that has to do with whether you're going uphill, downhill, the, the weight of the exactly. rider and so on. I'm assuming there's a lot of factors that come into play there, right? Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Okay. So I also know, and I'm looking at the website, you sell that bike right now. It's eleven ninety nine. They can buy that online. Will you ship it to them at that price? How does all of that work, Tiffany? Um, I think you're looking at the Ranger. The I'm looking at the Ranger, one, not the Ranger. Yeah, you're sorry, sorry, you are correct. I need to look at the right no, one. Hey. That's okay. <laughs> uh, the Ranger S is uh, the fourteen ninety nine. Yes. Okay, so yes. so okay. Dumb question on my part because I'm looking at the Ranger S. What's the difference between the regular Ranger, which is a little less money, and the Ranger S? Is the S more of an off road? Um, so Ranger S is more power than the original Ranger, okay. and okay. also the batteries built in. And a lot of people, believe it or not, and they like to see the built-in battery, not like external. Um, I mean, Render S has a portable battery, too. I see that. Okay, hidden. I see the difference now. Yes, got right. it, got it. Okay, makes yeah. total sense. Okay, oh, and that's why we're having you on. I, I wanted to learn while I'm doing this, because I will be the first to tell you, I've had several listeners talk about e-bikes. They own them, they ride them, and we talk about it from time to time. I'd never in my life been on one, so this is the first time doing it. And it was, for everybody listening... You guys sent it to me in a box. I had to do some assembly. was very easy, by the way, to put everything together. I had no issues getting... Granted, I'm an old car technician, so it's pretty (laughs) simplistic for me anyways. But I think for anybody, Tiffany, it would be very easy to put it together. I had it assembled in a matter Mm -hmm. of about 30 minutes or so. It didn't take me that long at all. And the minute I had it up and running, uh, we were ready to go. I... I am not a manual reader. I'll be the first to tell you, Tiffany. So I didn't read the manual. I just got on it and rode, and it was that easy to figure things out. Yeah, I'm so glad. You actually broke the record. Most users put the bike together in an hour. Oh, no, a piece of cake. It was really easy. It it really, I mean, (laughs) I I didn't even, again, I didn't really even need the instructions. The way... The way it comes out of the box and the way you can just look mm-hmm. at things and know that this goes here, this goes there, it really and, – and again, I mean, I, again, I rode bikes, you know, all the way, you know, when I was a younger kid and we used to put bikes together and take them apart and so on. So I had a little bit of an advantage kind of knowing what should you put together first, but it really right. wasn't that difficult. And for those of you listening, there is a book. You can read it and it'll walk you through step by step what to do. Yes, and there are some YouTube videos that you can watch and to learn how to put the bike together. And, you know, 80% of the bike are already put together. If you can just watch the Correct. video or read the, the, the manual, it's going to be really easy. Okay, question also I have for you. What kind of accessories do you guys sell? If somebody wanted to add a few things to that, can they? Yes. So we have different uh, baskets, front basket and back basket and also some bags. And some of our bags are, uh, you know, waterproof. Um, and, you know, there are different accessories, like, you know, um, if you wanted to put your uh, a skateboard or, um, you know, if you want to put your pad. And there okay. are all different accessories that they can find on haybag.com. Again, I had a great time riding it, uh, Tiffany. No issues whatsoever. Um, my dog will even run alongside me, so we've had a lot. We, oh, we've had a lot of fun on that end of things. It's been a blast. So we've, we've, I've, I've, my wife and I both, we have had a blast. Okay, it, enough. So we actually want to get another one, and I want to figure out something with you guys where I can actually end up with two because I can see us riding these things all over. Yeah, yeah, that's an awesome idea, um, especially during Valentine's Day and Christmas. We have the bundle sales. Okay. You know, um, majority of our riders are male uh, riders. Okay. And once they get a bike, they really love it and want it to give uh, their wife a gift so they can ride along. 
Um, and I'm just like you. I walk my dog with my Avenger S. It's yeah. just like my dog has a lot of energy. And yep. when I walk her, I have to like walk an hour to really drain her out. But if I walk her, quote unquote, with my bike, it's just done. Yep. Like 20 minutes, she's you got all it. tired. <laughs> you and I do exactly the same thing. It's exactly what we do. It, again, it works fabulous. And again, I mean, I, I know I'm talking pretty highly of it, but to me, it just... It showed up. I put it together. It worked. Everything is exactly the way you know it's supposed to be. I've had zero issues with it. I have nothing bad to say at all, Tiffany. It's been a great product. Awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. All right. Again, what's I know the website, but how do folks go and buy it? And, and you have other models besides that. People can look at the different things you have, but if they want to buy a Ranger S, where do they go? Um, heybike.com, H-E-Y-B-I-K-E.com. Perfect. Again, Tiffany, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, and we will be in discussion as to how I can get another one of these because I really liked it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tiffany. Appreciate it very much. Have a great rest of your day. And, yeah, that is Heybike, H-E-Y-B-I-K-E, and I know several of you, Dan, up in Blackhawk, have been talking about e-bikes for a while and I know Scott Watley during uh, Haystack Help or Sportsman of Colorado, he does some things on them as well. I'm learning more as we go. This gave me an opportunity to actually get on one. Uh, in this case, frankly, without buying it, I was able to test drive one like I do some of the cars and such, and it just all fit together perfectly. And I have enjoyed it, and I would actually buy this one and probably look at buying a second one for my wife. That tells you enough about it. I'll leave it at that. Uh, Geno's Auto Services next, folks. Again, speaking of transportation, getting from A to B and all of that, make sure your vehicle is in top working order, and Geno's can help you with all of that. Find them today at genosautoservice.com. Don't forget, Geno starts with a J. Geno's Auto Service is celebrating 40 years in business with an air conditioning recharge special. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant and cleans it. Then we put the clean refrigerant back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. Geno's is a Colorado family-owned business and proud to serve families in Littleton for 40 years. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Veterans Windows and Doors, folks, anything you need when it comes to Windows and Doors, give Dave a call today. He'll come out, he'll inspect what you've got going on, give you all of your options, and you can take it from there. KLZRadio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want you to fall prey to gimmicks like heat lamps. They want you to make a wise decision based on facts. Owner Dave Bancroft says making sure your windows are up to code and properly labeled is just the first step of the installation process with Veteran Windows and Doors. Dave promises their windows and doors meet the energy efficiency requirements, are right for your area of Colorado, and are correctly labeled at installation. The NFRC label is attached to the Energy Star label, and both must be energy efficient, or you will not receive any of the generous rebates that are available to you. Also, you need a transferable lifetime guarantee on the windows and doors that you invest in for your home, and owner Dave Bancroft provides that peace of mind, too. Veteran Windows and Doors prioritize integrity over gimmicks, because in the end, it's not about the show, it's about the facts. 
Go to klzradio.com slash window today for windows and doors that stand the test of time. To give group insurance analysts a call today. Don't forget, they're going to be out at the car show. We'll be out at it. Laprino Foods this Saturday as well. Paul's going to be there. So if you want to come by and say hi to Paul and Igro, the owner there, please do so. And we'll be out there from uh, really nine to one the entire four hours that I'm there on Saturdays. In the meantime, anything you need from group insurance analysts, give them a call. Find them at e-gia.com. Finding the right home and auto insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. You need an expert in home and auto insurance to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of home and auto insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Get more without paying more. A business that simply closes its doors loses almost all of its equity. Unless you have a plan for handing your business off to the next owner, you will not see the most financial return for your investment. You've invested years of hard work into your business. Make sure you retire with a long-term plan for your business to continue running without you. John Rush needs about two years to get your business running smoothly enough to sell. Start now, and in two years, you can retire with a tidy profit knowing your investment has paid off. Email john at rushtoreason.com. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate it very much. It's been a, well, let's just say we've got a lot done today. I didn't get to a lot of the topics that I had today, but... We got a lot done. One thing I didn't talk about much this week, and I I don't know, just didn't have time, I guess. UPS. So for a lot of you maybe that need caught up on that, UPS was getting close. They and their union, which, yes, they have a union that leads most of their workers, most of their hourly workers, Teamsters. And they were getting close to having a strike they had not gotten their deal done. Now, depending upon which side you listen to, the Teamsters will say this is a historic win for the Teamsters. If you listen to some of those that are on the far left, they'll say, no, 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 you guys didn't even come close to getting what you should have. Have you seen some of that, Charlie, as well? Yeah, I, I have too. Not everybody's happy is my point. The Teamsters are, I'm guessing the... Workers are as well. This covers 340,000 workers, and it's a new five-year contract. Now, UPS put $30 billion in new money on the table as a direct result of the negotiations. Now, keep in mind that they say new money. This is money they would have most likely spent regardless because they have to have workers to do what they do. Now, I will also say that I would be on the side of the workers in the one thing that they got out of this that 
I would be happy with, if I were a worker, they're going to put air conditioning in the trucks, which they don't have right now. That's why you see a lot of UPS, UPS trucks rolling around and all the doors are open. Why? Because that's their ventilation. And if you've ever driven one of those trucks, you would know how hot they are. I have. Used to work on some of those back in the day, in my early days of working on cars. They're hot. They're miserable, actually. And I would be the first to say that, yes, putting air conditioning in those and making that more comfortable for the driver, big deal. Now, I, that's an expensive thing. I get that. That will be most likely a redesign of the chassis of the truck to even accommodate that moving forward. I, 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 let me rephrase that. That will be a redesign of the truck moving forward. And for those of you that maybe don't know this, those trucks are designed specifically for UPS. They do their own R&D on that. That is not something done for everybody else in the marketplace. Those are specifically UPS trucks. The chassis may have some commonality, but the truck, the body, and so on, all designed by and for UPS. Most people don't know that, but I do know that is a fact. They are their own truck. So when the one thing I didn't read and didn't do enough research on, and I apologize, is when will this air conditioning thing start to come into play? Because when you've got that many vehicles that are on the road already, will they retrofit some things? Will they have to buy new trucks? I, folks, I don't know. I, I do not know that. Will they move some trucks around where some of the hotter weather areas where they could buy new trucks and put them there and then move some of the other trucks to areas where it's not so hot? I, again, I don't know. I don't know enough about that end of it to know how they're going to handle those things. If some of you do, line is open. You can call in and let me know. I don't know enough about how they're going to do that. Again, not a union guy at all. You all know that. But that part of the contract, uh, yeah, I can, I can be very sympathetic to that. Now, again, there are two sides to this deal. And some of them said they didn't get enough. Others said they were fine. And it was a win, the Teamsters. I've not heard, to, I've not heard anything from the UPS side. I'm guessing they're fine with this or they wouldn't agree to do it. Current full and part-time union workers are guaranteed a $2.75 hour pay increase this year. And eventually it'll go to $7.50. So it's, that's, a, that's, a, you know, that's a sizable wage. And... They're going to also take a certain amount of part-time workers and turn them into full-time workers. That's another part of the deal. Now, I will also say, because I've known a lot of UPS workers, my brother actually worked for them for a while. Great company to work for. I Very seldom do you hear a UPS worker whining about their job. Yes, they work a lot of hours. Yes, they hustle. But they make pretty good money doing what they do as well, and they'll tell you that. I've not known too many UPS workers that don't know how that all works and where they end up down the road. It, it, it can be a very good job if you work it correctly. They have blackout dates. Most of you may not know this either, but they have blackout dates. If you work for UPS, I think FedEx is the same way, and you want time off around Thanksgiving to Christmas, ain't happening. Don't ask. You, and you know that going to work for them. That is, not, that is just a part of the deal. You are not going to have time off. Why? Because that is their busiest time of the entire year, and there's no time off. What does this mean for you as 
shoppers, users, um, your costs are going to go up. If you're shipping a package anywhere this Christmas, by the way, to family, friends, whatever, it's going to cost you more money to ship a package. As I've always said, UPS isn't absorbing these costs. They're going to pass them on. They're not eating this. By the way, the last time they did something along these lines where there was a walkout, I believe, was 1997. 1997. According to the Teamsters, of course, the rise of e-commerce and other things that accelerated during the pandemic reshaped the UPS workers' demands. And that's why all of this went the way it did. What I think will be interesting as time goes by as well, though, is there's more competition for UPS now than there used to be. One of those competitions is called Amazon, who is working diligently at doing package delivery as well as, if not better, than UPS does. And while this is a win for the workers, if UPS isn't careful and they don't stay on top of things, which they always have, I've given them credit where credit's due. They are one of the, if not one of the best, the best shipping companies when it comes to ground in the world, no doubt about it. Even their, you know, two-day, your next-day air, red label, all that, very, very good. So is FedEx. Not complaining about them. FedEx has a different system, though. They don't do it the same way UPS does. And most of you may not know how this works, but a lot of the FedEx deliveries that you see in any given town are owned by a person that owns that section of town. I, I think I'm explaining that correctly. In other words, FedEx, you, you have a contract to work for FedEx, and you handle all of that in your territory. And you can buy those, by the way. UPS doesn't do it that way. Everything you see from UPS, it's UPS. Maybe some of the mountain routes might be done a little differently, but to my knowledge, everything inside of UPS is UPS. Not in FedEx. There's a lot of operators that buy a territory, and they own that FedEx territory. It's run completely different. In my, to my knowledge, it's run completely different than what, FedEx, or than what UPS does. It's partially why... UPS still has kind of a leg up in that world delivery-wise. Now, if you're a FedEx guy, love you too. I'm not trying to ditz anybody. Amazon drivers, same thing. I, frankly, get packages from all three, and I have nothing to complain about any of them. They all do a great job. I have no issues with any one of them. And use all of them to even ship stuff back out at times, depending upon what it is. Not Amazon, but either FedEx or UPS. Postal service as well. There's a lot of things I'll ship in the postal End of things, because it's easier and cheaper. And most of the postmen, and I've got some postmen to listen to me. Thank you for what you do as well. Appreciate you. I think the post office needs a revamp, but the Postal Service, USPS, and most of you working for them would know what I mean by that. We subsidize it far too much and don't need to because UPS and FedEx prove you don't have to. I digress. Mainly wanted to talk about the contract being approved and the fact there was no strike, because that would have created other issues if there had been. So congratulations to those workers. Again, depends upon what side of the aisle you listen to as to whether or not it's a win or not. The Teamsters say it is. Some of those folks on the far left say it's not, that they didn't get enough. Other article in Barron's.com, I'll mention real quick before I bring Scott Garlis on. Boulder, Colorado, a mountain Silicon Valley emerges as a major luxury housing contender. Um, they just figured that out. I grew up there. I could have told you that a long time ago. Look around 
the area and tell me that it's not a major luxury housing contender. There's very few places in Boulder where you're lucky to buy a house less than a million bucks. And in most cases, it's two. And I'm not exaggerating in what I say. If you don't believe me, go drive up and look at some. Again, grew up in that area, still own property in that area, know all about it. Moved out of that area back in 2016 just because I could do better in other places. So I know that area very, very well. I grew up there, know it like the back of my hand. It's amazing that it just now is kind of being recognized in that world when it's been that way for a very long time, in my opinion. All right, we'll be right back. Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next. Anything, when it, anything it takes when it comes to your vehicle, they're there for you. Bumper-to-bumper service. Extreme Auto Repair. Find them at klzradio.com. Colorado's spring potholes leave drivers like you feeling deflated. Air up with Extreme Auto Repair in Parker. With the excessive rain and late cold and snow we've seen around the metro area, you can bet new potholes are forming every day making your almost bald tires wear much faster and perform much worse than unworn tires. Often, hitting potholes creates problems in addition to tire damage like bent rims or suspension and alignment issues, and Extreme is always happy to do a preliminary assessment of the damage, free of charge, to make sure you're always safe on the road. Extreme carries high-quality Goodyear and Cooper tires, and they sell at cost, meaning they can meet or beat any offer in the market. They offer financing for most issues and offer a generous military, police, and first responder discount. And Extreme Auto Repair is AAA certified and uses ASC certified master mechanics. So reach out to Extreme Auto Repair today at klzradio.com slash extreme or call 303-841-1071. IFI Plumbing is next, folks. Anything you need when it comes to plumbing, give them a call today. Keep this number handy. I say that a lot, but I mean it. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing not only provides the highest quality plumbing service, they also give generously back to the community. Since 2018, High Five Cares has raised over $81,000 for nonprofits, supporting our local communities. Each month, High Five highlights a different local need and gives a portion of their revenue and 100% of merchandise sales to the charity. For example, last month they raised over $3,500 for clothes to kids, supplying hundreds of families with limited resources with school clothes. And when High Five partners with a charitable organization, they go further than financial support. They elevate them on social media and in blogs and bring community awareness to their causes. Even their technicians appreciate the program, giving to various organizations and recommending new charities that High Five can partner with. And you can too. Support your community by using the plumbing services from a local impactful provider. Call 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or klzradio.com slash plumbing. Premier Home Remodels is next, folks. Anything you need when it comes to remodel, they're the folks to call. 10% off right now of a complete remodel. Just let them know what you need, and they'll help you with the entirety of. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels takes a comprehensive approach when remodeling your kitchen, helping you thoroughly plan your project from beginning to end. Premier will help guide you through the process of your remodel in order to bring your vision to life so you can design a kitchen that will create lasting memories for you and your family. 
They will take photos and measurements of your current kitchen, creating a 3D reconstruction of your design that is exactly what you want. Premier considers every detail of your kitchen for its functionality and to assure your complete satisfaction. They are focused on your dream kitchen with your bottom line in mind, providing an overall customer experience at a higher level than other companies. A kitchen remodel will bring your family and friends together through entertainment and gathering. Premier is offering a 4th of July special where you will get a free kitchen design for the month of July. A $1,000 value. So go to klzradio.com slash remodel today to get your free 3D kitchen design now. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All right, and hey, I, my mail person that I text back and forth with quite a bit says, hey, they're glad UPS didn't go on strike as well because the Postal Service would have been picking up all the slack for that, and they're already fairly overloaded. And by the way, agrees with me that a revamp or whatever you want to call it of the uh, Postal Service, the USPS, is uh, greatly needed as well. So thank you for that, by the way. I appreciate you saying that. All right, up next, Scott Garlis. What's going on, sir? Not much. How are you today, John? I am good, as always. First off, before we get going, tell the folks uh, what you can do for them and how to find you. Sure. Uh, you can find us at porterandcompanyresearch.com. Um, you know, we're there to talk about what's going on in the markets, uh, the way that we, we see things developing, and, and how you can invest the profit on those things. All right. So tell us what happened with the Fed. I mean, I know most do, but go ahead and recap it for us. Yeah, sure. Uh, yesterday they raised by another quarter uh, basis point, or 25 basis points, or a quarter of a percent. Right. So the uh, the Fed funds target is basically five and a quarter to five and a half percent now. Um, but contrary, at least I feel this way anyway, to what a lot of the newspapers are reporting, I mean, Powell basically said, look, we're really close to being done with the cycle cycle. Right, I saw that. Um, yeah, he said, you know, we're... we're Maybe we have another tweet or two. You think we're, we're pretty much there. Um, so, I mean, that's that's a good thing. Um, if this hiking cycle would end. Now, on, on the flip side of that, today we had GDP numbers came out for the second quarter, and these were the advanced release, which is like the preliminary, preliminary, if there's such a thing. Uh, the numbers rose 2.4%, which was better than the 2% in the first quarter, and it was better than the 1.8% that uh, economists were looking for. Now, look, these numbers will be adjusted. There will be a, a preliminary take, and then there will be a third take. Um, yeah, my, my guess is I, I wouldn't be surprised if they came down a bit. Okay. But what's more more interesting to me about these numbers is the inflation numbers in the uh, in these indices dropped. The main one we want to look at is core PCE, or personal consumption expenditures, because that's what the Fed really gauges what it's going to do policy-wise on this. Mm-hmm. It came in at 3.8% versus 4.9% in the first quarter. Um, that was also below the 4% expectation. So that is also moving in the right direction. Um, you know, So that tells us inflation's backing off. Yep. And to me, when I, lo- I look at that and I see that, that tells me, core inflation numbers are moving closer to the Fed's target, which means, you know, that, that sort of takes the winds out of the sails of, of the Fed increasing rates even more. Agree. And I, again, you kind of have to read between the lines with what those guys say. And, 
like you and I have said numerous times, I, I still think they did, you know, too too little, too late, and too much, too fast. Maybe that's the best way for me to say it. I, I, they just did far too much, too fast. Yeah. I don't even think they should have done this one, but I don't think they, you know, they, they, they kind of had egg on their face if they didn't, so they really didn't have any choice. Am I right in saying it that way? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think that's that's a very good way to put it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they were their hand was forced a bit um, because of what happened with all the spending. We talked about this before back in 21. You know, that created runaway inflation between that and the lockouts. Um, so the Fed didn't have any choice but to raise rates to get, you know, 9% inflation growth. That's, that's crazy. They had to try to get that back under control. The really quick, Scott, the Wall Street Journal also said along those same lines that they feel or I guess even the feds may feel that if we're going to see a recession, it could be years away. Now, I have a feeling and you guys, you know, you already know my gut feeling on this. We've already been in one. You've seen things contract. It did. It did all the way back, you know, towards the end of of COVID or even the you know middle of COVID, it was already starting along those lines. So frankly, I think we've already been in one. So I guess these guys are saying, well, we're not really in one now, not really in the way that we traditionally would say we are. And let's just kick this can down the road a while and we maybe won't see one at all. Now, I will say that, you know, there's been some positives when it comes to certain areas of growth and so on. And I don't think things are nearly as bad uh, even given the fact the Fed did this as they could be. Yeah. And that's a question I want to kick back to you. Why? Why are things not worse than they should be? Well, I, you know, I think one of the things we have to look at is, you know, the U.S. has become one of the biggest energy exporters in the world. True. And it, it, which is interesting to me because this administration is against fossil fuels like it's their, their job. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. It is their number one goal to make sure we don't have them. Yet we're producing as much as we ever have and we're shipping tons of it around the world and it's it's actually helping our economy because of what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Um, so, you know, I, I look at that as a very good thing. Mm. Um, you know, the, the other thing that I think is really interesting um, that we saw yesterday was, or one of the dynamics that's developed, is wage growth is actually back above inflation growth now. Okay. And, you know, I, I sort of laughed because all these journalists are like, well, aren't you worried about the fact that wage growth is higher than inflation and blah, 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 and that's going to ruin your inflation objective? Actually, that's, that's what we want to see because traditionally wage growth is higher than inflation growth. I mean, we don't want it as high as it is now, but it's coming back in. Right. But that means households can... Inflation. Yeah, they can reel things back in and maybe even get some debt paid down, which has you know ratcheted up and so on. So it actually, at the end of the day, is a is a help. Now again, it doesn't drive inflation back down, but at least if it stabilizes, you can then get ahead of it, right? That's exactly right. Right. So people can say it's not like you're, you're going into a, a massive hole because there's probably some people well already there. Um, but I just I think more jobs are being filled. We're seeing the labor participation rate pick up finally, uh, which means you know we might not be seeing it in some of the economic numbers in terms of unemployment necessarily. But the people aren't sitting out collecting benefits, and, and so so people are going back to work more. That's a good thing. So I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing this resilient economic demand as well. Okay. Um, you know, 
and then we can look in a sector like housing too. You know, existing home sales aren't doing well, but you and I have been talking about this. New home sales are doing well. Uh, as we keep seeing those numbers come out, mm-hmm. they're they're good. They're improving, and so the construction industry employs a lot of people. Uh, you know, I want to say between you know building houses and all the ancillary uh, industries involved, you know, the number typically falls to around 18%. So let's round that up to 20. I mean, that's that's 18% of economic output. So that industry accounts for roughly one-fifth of all economic output. And if that industry is doing well right now, that means the economy is going to do well. And, you know, the parts of that you don't see, I grew up doing construction jobs, there are lots of guys that get paid under the table in that True. industry as well. True. They just want the cat. And you know what they do? They The places they like to go spend are in bars and restaurants and take out food. And, right. You know, right. They, they don't, a lot of them don't think about, hey, I'm going to save this money for when No, I they spend it. Most of them are in that world where it's, it, it comes, they spend it faster than they make it. Yes. And so I, I look at that. I don't, I don't necessarily think. Not saving for retirement is a great thing, but I do look at that and think about those industries right. and say, you know, hey, that's that's going to be a good thing economically. If those guys have a lot of money, they're going to spend it. And and I would I don't know much about the oil industry, but I'm going to get guess guys like Roughnecks or you know the work out in the oil fields are are, are probably very similar type people, right? Um, and and they have a similar demeanor. Depends. I mean, some of the guys that have. You know, kids and families and so on might look at that a little differently. The ones that are single, okay. I think, are very much what you just said, yes. Yeah, so if that industry is also doing well and we're, we're seeing a lot of exports, I would think those guys are probably outspending. Mm, okay. Scott, so, something, something, by the way, yeah. something you and I haven't talked much about, and I, I was just thinking about this today, and that is when, and people don't realize this, but little lesson here, when you have debt, say a mortgage, and you took that mortgage out, say, you know, five years ago when it was really inexpensive, and I think, you know, people are going to stick with those for a while. You and I have talked about that. But on top of that, that debt is now being paid back with inflated dollars in today's world versus what you actually borrowed them at. So the reality is these folks are kind of double dipping, if you would. They've got a very cheap interest rate, and they're now paying that interest, you know, that, that, that loan back, if you would, with inflated dollars, it's kind of a win-win for them. You would think so. And is that why, I mean, some of them don't realize what I just did, what I just said. Some do, though, and it's why some of them don't want to change where they're at right now with, with the home they own. And in fact, they'll spend some money redoing it and remodeling and fixing some things up, and they're not going to get rid of their 3% mortgage. Uh, I mean, if you don't have to get rid of your three percent mortgage, I don't, I don't see why you would. Uh, and I think, by the way, I think that's we've talked about this, but that's the one thing the Fed didn't consider. Um, it, it's, it's by the way, it's why the housing market hasn't crashed. Completely, I, I don't think they had any idea this would happen. I think nope. they were actually trying to do, they were trying to do the complete opposite. They wanted it to and, crash, Scott. I, I think they, they didn't. They realize. didn't care if people had, you know, foreclosures out there and so on. And there were some folks out there predicting it, by the way. So I don't think it's just them that were thinking so. But what most people forgot is, hang on, you got a bunch of people that had pretty decent rates and probably a pretty decent payment. And unless they've lost their job, even if they're making the exact same money, they're fine. They're they're not going anywhere. And there it is. 
They haven't. Well, you know what's you know what's crazy about that is that again, listening to Powell speak yesterday and the reporters are asking questions. They a lot of them actually think that housing market is crashing because of what's going on in existing homes, because the available supply is dropping in existing homes. They think that's a sign of housing activity really slowing down. I no, I don't see it. And and that's by the way, that's not Main Street. That is not at all what's happening. What they're not looking at the other side of the equation. Nope, and they they don't get. And it's it's crazy to me because. You think about that, and you look at that, and you, know, you think this is pretty basic stuff, and yet these guys are making decisions on what everybody's going to pay in terms of interest rates, and they seem to be clueless to this. Right. I would hope they're not. The other thing that really there's a lot of folks out there, speculators, that have been off on, you and I haven't been, but you know everybody predicted by now the used car market would have crashed. In fact, last year in... Uh, November, December, everybody was talking about, you know, Carvana, you know, going under. And by the way, they're still around and selling cars and like it or not, that's what they do. And yes, the used car market has been affected by the higher rates, but the market itself, used cars have not crashed. There's still not a plethora of inventory on new lots. There's some, some makes and models have more inventory than others. With the exception of EV, Scott, there's still not a lot of inventory and manufacturers are making good money because the prices are up. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's, that's right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think car dealerships or car manufacturers, yeah, they're, they're still going to do well unless you take the world's number one pickup truck and turn it into a an electric vehicle that correct supposedly gets three hundred fifty miles per charge, but correct. actually only gets ninety if you haul, if you haul anything. Yep, or less. Or sixty in some cases. You're you know you're you're one hundred percent correct there. And people forget they sell almost a million F one fifties a year. They're projecting one hundred and fifty light, one hundred fifty thousand lightnings. That's still a drop in the bucket to what they sell in regular F one fifties, Scott. Yeah, it is. I just I, I still am. Uh, it, it really makes me scratch my head. Like why? Why would you do that? It's, and if they're like, because one side yeah. of the company is being run by one belief system while the other side the real side if you would is looking at it completely different those are the guys building you know mustangs and raptors and so on and to me a lot of these manufacturers with the exception of toyota have got two sides fighting over things and that doesn't usually end well yeah one side's uh, gonna lose at some point scott yes yes i would i would would so so as an investor Uh Somebody that may be looking at different things, which I right now would not invest any money in Ford or GM. Sorry, I just wouldn't because what we're talking about is happening internally there. And if it doesn't come out well, it could have a huge effect upon their stock. If anything, I'd be shorting it more so than buying it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fair. I, I would I would be cautious. You know, but, but to your point, let's go back to auto inventories for a moment. Okay. Um, you know, auto auto inventories hit a record low back in 2021, and you know, I believe they dipped below it was maybe like 100 million vehicles. They've only slightly recovered. I think it's up to like 152 million now, but they have a long way to go to get back to pre-pandemic levels. Yep, yep, can't argue that. You're you're 100 correct, Scott. How do folks find you? What's the best way for folks to do that? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, but by the way, John, those numbers I was sending there were thousands. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, no, no, yeah, hundred fifty thousand. That's right. That's right. You, you're correct. Yes. Yeah, but my apologies. Um, anyway, oh yeah, uh, orderandcompanyresearch.com. Um, come check out all our free stuff. Come check out our paid stuff. Awesome, Scott. As always, appreciate you, man.
Thanks for your time. You bet. Have a great night, as always. And uh, that's the update on what happened yesterday with the Fed. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is next. Don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool System and their 5280 tune-up special as well. Find them at klzradio.com. When your air conditioning isn't working properly, you're sticky, hot, and miserable, and you just want it fixed fast. Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air have the staff, vehicles, and inventory to do the job right, right now. Smaller companies often have to order parts or come back another day to finish, but Absolute has the staff to repair your AC typically on the same day. Even if you need an entirely new HVAC system installed, in many cases, they can do that by the next day. Absolute's highly qualified technicians also have best-in-class support back in their office in the rare case they hit a snag and need assistance. This means that you don't just get one tech, you have a whole team of techs who will help get your home cooled off without unnecessary delays. Right now, for KLZ listeners, Absolute will take off up to $500 for a full AC furnace install. Reach out to Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today at klzradio.com absolute and get cool fast. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. Flesh Law is next. Kevin Flesh, my personal attorney. Anything you need when it comes to the legal end of things, give Kevin a call today. FleshLawFirm.com. It's F-L-E-S-C-H or 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck Law. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is to call him right now at 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after the accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith, who locally, by the way, if you want to talk to somebody about your own finances, you need help, and you want to know what to do and where to go and how to make all that work, just call Al today. Find him at klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial has seen many of the things that can interrupt your retirement plans. He's like a coach. He'll look over your plan and use his 30 years of experience in retirement advisement to ensure that you're ready for any unforeseen contingency. Retirement plans can be derailed by any number of things. Mike Tyson once said, everybody has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Al has the experience to expect the unexpected. He knows that there's a 50% chance you'll need long-term care. And on top of that, a 25% chance that the care will last more than a year and a half. Your retirement resources must be able to handle these expenses while preserving your financial independence without burdening your loved ones. Al Smith will guide you so that you'll be prepared and help you analyze your entire plan to give you a peace of mind that comes with being ready. Schedule a short meeting with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com slash money and be prepared. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. 
Sharon says, love this company. They have gone above and beyond to respond to our copier and service needs for the past 10 years. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we're back. One little segment left is all Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLC 560. Somebody asked, is Dr. Kelly Victory going to be on, you know, our, we do her from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock, have her on from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Is she going to be on again from 6 to 7 tonight? Yes. As far as I know, unless there's some weird thing that happens, she will be on here in about another 7 or 8 minutes, right after the top of the hour. So, yes, if you missed anything during the first hour, you can listen then. You can text me, by the way, and I'll get questions off to her for next week's show. As well. All right. Other news. Kind of close with this. Hunter Biden. Some of you haven't seen this. He has now pulled his not guilty plea off the table or his guilty plea, I guess I should say, off the table. And he's gone non-guilty. Not guilty, I should say. And some of this is because there was rumors that there is some pressure now on the judge side to, you know, not go along with the plea deal and so on and so forth. So as far as I know, everything I'm reading, that deal is off the table. Now, some of you may not agree with this. Andy and I both, I think even Bob Duco now is, and Roger kind of in on this as well, Roger Marsh. I feel this is part of the ploy to get Joe out of the White House, not run again. Which, unless something really dramatically changes, I don't see Joe Biden running in 2024. This is partially why. This Hunter thing is going to continue to haunt him throughout the rest of this year and on into the election cycle next year. How will they handle all of this? In other words, how does Joe step back and make an announcement that I'm no longer running? What excuse does he use? Is it health? What is it? I have no idea. Not That is not in my wheelhouse. Don't have to think about those things, by the way. Doesn't matter to me. They believe, I guarantee you, they are having these discussions right now as we speak. Not him, but those that want to see the change made. They are talking, how are we going to handle this? What are we going to do? How is he going to step down? How do we handle the whole Kamala issue to where if he steps down and isn't on the ticket, she doesn't automatically become the front runner as well. How, how do we deal with all of this? Believe me, they've got a lot of discussions that need to happen to get, you know, to work through that end of things. I feel, I think Bob agrees with me on this, Bob Duco, that they just kind of throw Kamala out and say, hey, if you want to run again, go for it. But we're not endorsing you or you don't automatically get the pick. I, I could see them doing that, by the way. She's such a loose cannon. And frankly, anytime you put her in a room is the, is, has the least ability to speak to anybody, you know, on an intelligent level we've ever had. She, she just can't do it. And they know that. They, they see the same things we all see. They're not dumb, trust me. So how does all of this now play? And again, I really feel 
And a lot of you are going to say, oh, this is the Republicans really pushing hard and the, you know, the, the, the judge in the courtroom and he's a Trump guy and blah, blah, blah. Um, don't give too much credit where credit's not due. She, I should say. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you for that. She. She's a, she is a appointee from Trump. Don't put too much credit where it's not due. I believe that the other side has as much to do with this as we do. I mean that sincerely. I think they're working just as hard behind the scenes at this. This is one of those where we can just kind of sit back and watch because they don't want Joe running, and they're going to use this Hunter thing to their advantage as much as they can. They already have. If you don't believe me, look at the questions that are coming to the press secretary. Look at how that room has turned from where it was even just a month or now, probably six weeks ago. She's fielding questions now. She honestly, I believe, never thought she'd have to answer. And she's now fielding them on almost a daily basis. Not what she thought she'd ever have to do. When she took that job, she thought, I'll just have to be a puppet and say the same thing over and over again and I'll be good. She's, by the way, not happy about answering a lot of the questions she answers. You see that in her tone, in her face, in her facial expressions. So trust me. The left is working just as hard at this, and we, by the way, should be working on having Joe be the candidate, not the other way around. If we're smart, we'd be doing what they're doing to us with Trump. We want Joe to run. we That's where, honestly, this whole impeachment proceedings and all the other things that are trying to happen right now, leave it alone. Let Joe be the candidate. We're better off with him running than not. Andy and I can talk more about that on Tuesday, by the way. Tomorrow, movies. Let me pull them up really quick. I'll tell you what we've got going on. I know I promote them. Uh, you'll hear these promos running later. Haunted Mansion and Talk to Me. And then the movie rental hour is going to be movies you're afraid to see twice. That doesn't just mean haunted movies, by the way. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great night. Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House is up next for our first hour replay. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.